Good morning, everyone, and thank you for tuning in today. If you need help keeping track today, it's Friday. It's the first Friday in March, March the 5th today. And with us, we have Trisha Miller, the Executive Director of the Batesville Area Chamber of Commerce. Always good to have you on, Trisha. How are you today? I'm great. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And you've had an interesting week this week. You are currently attending a conference along with lots of other dignitaries from Ripley and Franklin County. And, and that's what we're here to talk about, right? Absolutely. We're very excited. And I'm, I want to introduce my guest on Chamber Chat with you. So first we have Amy Streeter, we're the director of the Ripley County Community Foundation. We have Shelley Lunsford, the director of the Franklin County Community Foundation. We have Dawson Mabel, Vice President of the Road Academy, and also Vice President of our chamber as well. We have David Trell, Director of the Indiana Communities Institute at Ball State University, Brian Blackbird, Project Manager of the Indiana Communities Institute, and Michael Wortonato at Partner with the Consulting Group, Creative Insight Community Development. So I'm going to hand things over to Amy Streeter so she can talk why Ripley County Community Foundation brought the course to Ripley County. Excellent. Well, we're looking forward to hearing all about this. Good morning. How are you, Jody? Good morning, Amy. I am wonderful. How are you today? Good. Thank you for having us here and being able to share this news with you. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. This is an exciting opportunity. Any kind of community development and growth is always great for the area. So can you help explain why the Ripley County Community Foundation brought the community development course to the area? Absolutely. So back in 2018, the Franklin County Community Foundation and the Ripley County Community Foundation, thanks to a grant from Lilly Endowment, went out into the community to do basically a needs assessment and to determine what are we doing right, what are we doing wrong, what is it that we hope to do, so what are our opportunities, and then where are the gaps um, within the community development and the projects that we want to bring to light. And when Shelley from the Franklin County Community Foundation and myself got together and started talking about what we were finding out, we found a lot of overlap. We found a lot of organizations had similar missions, had similar project goals. Um, we found that same thing to be true for different towns and communities throughout our, our two counties. And we also realized that there was a lot of crossover between the county lines as well. And we, see, we believed that there would be a larger return on investment if we started to focus on regionalism, if we could bring these people to the table and if they could work together and uh, bring people with like-minded and or complementary projects and experts together, maybe we could get a larger return on investment. But we also realized that we were not the experts when it came to community development and or action-based planning and that we needed some help. And that's where Ball State University's Indiana Community Institute came into play, where they can do both community development leadership for us, give us the skills and tools that we need, and then also hopefully after this course that they can also help us with action-based planning as well. And besides the six of you that we get to speak with today, there are several other community, um, important community members in, in the group as well, right? Yes, we have key stakeholders from different um different areas. So we have industry and business. We have elected officials. We have individuals from all corners of both counties. We also have people from nonprofits 
and civic organizations in cities and towns as well. Of course, I've interrupted your classwork right now so that you guys could bring this opportunity and share it with the public. How is the course going so far? It's going great. Uh, We have a really nice turnout. Um, People that were interested in asking us to come and attend this course, they see a lot of value in it. And it's been fun over the last few days to see and hear the different ideas and the thoughts that people are bringing to the table. Um, There's a lot of energy in Franklin and Ripley County, and I think that you're going to start to see a lot of changes and a lot of projects coming to our area as a result of this course. Well, we certainly look forward to seeing the results and hearing about the results of your of your coursework. Well, thank you so much for telling us about this, Amy. And You're I be- welcome. It's my pleasure. Yeah, and I believe next we get to hear from Shelley Lunsford from the Franklin County Community Foundation. Good morning, Shelley. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? I am wonderful. It's Friday. Who can complain on a Friday? Yes, I know. We're <laughs> very excited about that. Absolutely. Even so, if- I'm, here, I'm here to tell you about you know, kind of our background with Ball State and the Indiana Communities Institute. Yeah. Um, I first saw them probably in 2018 timeframe, and two board members and myself went to a workshop called Considerations for Community Change. And I was so intrigued by their perspective on community development that I was like, you know, I'd really like to have these guys come to Franklin County and tell more of our people, you know, this perspective and explain it to them. So luckily, um, as Amy said, in 2019, we had this planning grant from Lilly Endowment, and that provided funding for us to be able to bring um, them to Franklin County. We had about 25 community stakeholders that uh, attended the workshop, and also Amy and Cheryl Obendorf from Ripley County came to the workshop as well. And um, they were just like this workshop. They were kind of from all walks of the community, from all the different um, organizations around the community. And as the workshop or as the workshop went on, I, you know, kind of began to see the excitement that these um, people they were seeing, and they were intrigued by this perspective as well. So at the end of the workshop, we um, came up with a list of things called Franklin County Action, which were some pro- small projects that we could get completed within a few months. Um, after that, we this group followed up, and we kind of created a community council, and we started meeting. I think we met every two weeks for a while, and then it went to monthly, and we started kind of addressing some of these projects. And um, it was really neat to see the organizations that were working together that had not really communicated much, in, you know, prior to the to this workshop. Um, we were making some great momentum. We were getting some projects done, and then, you know, as with everybody, um, COVID. COVID came along and kind of put things to a halt. Uh, we, we kept up communications during that, but we were not, you know, able to have the face-to-face meetings. But some projects did happen. Uh, one, of our, one of our short-term projects was um, maybe a mural, creating a mural. And over the summer, we had a mural painted on the Franklin County Community Foundation um, building. Uh, we had a group that put together some safe meeting guidelines and, you know, just some other small projects, too. Um, but hopefully, now that things are opening back up, we're going to start meeting again, um, probably start out monthly and then maybe every other month, and we're going to start addressing those projects again and also um, see what comes out of this workshop and, um, you know, kind of get ready for moving forward to our community-based action. Yeah, would you say that you, you 
think maybe it's invigorated the community in Franklin County um, with the improvements so far? Definitely. Well, it just the whole the whole process did. Um, I, in fact, one of the fellows that was in the course that we had in Franklin County was speaking to one of the guys that's in this um, course here in Ripley County, and he made the comment that he had been he's been to a lot of these types of courses over the years and that this one that um, Ball State Indiana Community Institute is offering is the best he's ever seen. Um, so, you know, we're really, really excited that we are the ones that were able to bring that to our members of Franklin and Ripley County. Absolutely. Everybody likes to hear that they live in a community that has the best support system to help implement plans in place. So that's super exciting. And we look forward to seeing the next level of improvements that happen in the Franklin and Ripley County areas. We do as well. We're going to take a short break. And when we return, we'll hear from the Indiana Communities Institute at Ball State University on the project they are doing with Ripley and Franklin County. And we're back. If you've just tuned in today, we are hearing from community members and members from the Indiana Communities Institute at Ball State University on a project with Ripley and Franklin County. Well, next we're going to speak with the director and project manager of Indiana Community Institutes. I have Brian Sorrell and Brian Blackford. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Hello, this is David Terrell. I'm the director of the Indiana Communities Institute. Yes. Good morning. Chirp, chirp. I'm a fellow Ball State alum. Sure, sure. Uh, gotta gotta love when Boston infuses themselves into southeastern Indiana for sure. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> so, can you tell us what what is Indiana Communities Institute? Well, the Indiana Communities Institute was started about uh, five or six years ago uh, with the idea that uh, we need to help communities understand how how maybe to approach uh, development in, in their communities maybe differently. Uh, a lot of communities uh, historically have relied on traditional approaches for economic development and uh, for with activities like business attraction and those types of activities. It's the idea that the more we bring in companies, the more we bring in jobs, and the more we uh, are able to grow our population. And our research is showing that that's just not true and has not been true for a long time. The reality is, is jobs follow people. And if we take that notion, then we need to make uh, uh, follow through on efforts just to make our community better uh, in a lot of different approaches, with a lot of different approaches. So with the Indiana Communities Institute, we have a mantra of policy, practice, and research. We have a research arm, the Center for Business and Economic Research, CDDR, that provides a lot of research for us to, uh, to understand what communities might need to do and how communities maybe should operate. And then we do provide a lot of policy guidance to state officials and federal officials and also local officials on maybe different policies and approaches to take. But an incredibly important component is our work with communities. And our work with communities follows through on training and also on consultations, which we're really thrilled to be able to do uh, both and um, both Ripley and Franklin counties, we're really looking forward to working with them. And frankly, our staff enjoys the, that practice component the most, working with communities. We love getting out and around the state. Um, so those are some of the things that, that we're concerned about. But uh, I like to joke that we're on a mission from God to change the paradigm with uh, communities uh, from traditional approaches 
to more comprehensive, more inclusive approaches of engagement in our communities, because that, that's really the ticket for attracting people. And, and it really is about the people paying attention to our people in our communities, but also uh, as we pay attention to the people in our communities, that's what's going to attract people. And eventually that's what's going to attract the, the companies and the jobs. And research is showing that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find, is it a struggle to convince some communities about changing to being inclusiveness um, or are they usually open? Um, yes, yes and no. Um, it's easy to fall back on the whole idea of job attraction uh, solves our problems. It, it's, 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 a, it's ingrained in our minds sometimes because it, it seems easy to do. But I think the folks here have found out it's incredibly difficult to have success with only job attraction. So uh, the, the whole idea of community development and engagement, it's hard. It, it's really hard to do it right because you have a lot of different viewpoints and a lot of different personalities to deal with. And um, so we keep getting asked to, to come into communities uh, and we're, it's hard to overcome those traditions and overcome those paradigms with, uh, with different officials. And, but I think if people sit back and we create environments for people to sit back and reflect that, oh, this is a different way to approach things. So with that, how are community development courses like this helping to build stronger and more sustainable communities? Well, first of all, with these courses, we provide a lot of research uh, to support our, our concepts, and we provide um, people uh, ways with uh, maybe trying different approaches, and we coach them through those approaches. Uh, a lot of what we do is, especially in our consultations, we really kind of don't leave a community. Uh, we coach a community through processes, and we don't leave a community until they're comfortable with maybe more sustainability with, with, with what they're doing and uh, are comfortable with going on their own. And we, we, still, uh, we still are available, uh, but we're, we're really happy when communities don't ask us to come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess not coming back is, is a positive thing, uh, meaning they're hopefully following the right path, right? Yes, they're following the right path. <laughs> they're, they're not coming, it's not because they're mad at us. It's because right. they, 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 they know what they're doing. <laughs> Excellent. And that is the ultimate goal is, is that uh, right. each community embraces and knows what to do next. I like that. Right. <laughs> well, thank you very much. We appreciate that, David. And uh, next, we're going to speak with uh, Michael Fortunato. He is the guest speaker at this event today, correct? That is correct, Jody. Good morning. Good morning. Guest speakers are always super peppy in the morning. <laughs> Not me. It's, it's, a, it's a facade, I tell you. <laughs> hey, we got to fake it till we make it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I got my coffee. I'm ready to go. So okay. it's, it's great. Hey, we love to hear absolutely. people are drinking coffee during Coffee with Kaufman. So Yes, most definitely. <laughs> I take it very seriously. So Absolutely. Well, what can you tell us? What does Creative Insight Community Development Group specialize in? Well, we're, you know, the Creative Insight Community Development is uh, a group of, we're three partners that are all uh, former and current academics. We're a bunch of uh, sociologists and, and economists who 
you know, realized back in the middle of 2017 that we wanted to, to, to have more of a presence on the ground in communities, not only across the United States, but also internationally as well. And um, two of us are, you know, along with our academic backgrounds, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a musician and one of our partners is a, is a visual artist. And, uh, you know, we, we have a very creative way of looking at, uh, at the world around us. And we notice that we, you know, we think that there is immense creative potential in every single community that's out there. It's untapped. And a lot of the way that you pull together this creative potential is by building a really deep democratic approach, bringing people together in the right, in the right context and really unlocking their spirit of creativity uh, in a meaningful way. Um, and this relates fundamentally to community development and, and economic development, because a lot of what sets communities apart, a lot of what, you know, as David was saying earlier, uh, you know, a lot of what makes a place special, the kind of place that, that people want to want to go to, um, is their sense of what's unique about them. And that is, you know, we call that a strange attractor. It's something unique and, and special and interesting that gets people coming to the community. And it's, uh, it's really exciting to explore. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find that anyone um, didn't know that their their strange attractor was actually what brings people to their area? Well, that that's a lot of what we talk about. Is you know what it's it comes from a, a, a sort of an area of thinking called asset based community development or ABCD. It's easy to remember. Um, but uh, you, you start with really instead of always looking to the horizons for what's out there that could fix your community. We find that's a really, you know, kind of a problematic approach. It's, it's, you can start with what's already in your community. Oftentimes, some of the best stuff that people are really craving out there is already right in your community. It just hasn't been fully explored or promoted. Or usually what's happening is that, um, especially in smaller communities, everybody knows everybody, but they're not speaking to each other strategically about how to actually leverage those assets and how to actually have conversations about what to do with them that that can be beneficial to others uh, and really attract people into the town. Yeah, that is super important yet you know the communication factor there. So how how do you help directly communities develop real solutions for their their projects? A lot of it is, is really creating the right kind of space to have those discussions. Um, what we try to do is to get out of the traditional areas of uh, uh, you know, try, try to get out of the traditional places where decisions are made and create neutral spaces where there's a very level playing field when people walk in. Um, and we also, and this is a bit, you know, in this course, this is a major theme. You know, we are, David was talking about inclusivity. I mean, we are really all about going out to people who don't normally have their voices heard at the table um, and, and putting them together with people that do have their voices heard at the table. Um, and, and what we notice is that some of the most important creative perspectives that come out of, uh, of any community are, are going to be within those voices that often don't, that often are heard uh, nearly as often as we like. So what we do is we create, um, we really specialize in creating spaces where people can have conversations and feel comfortable. And, you know, to do that, it, it means not feeling like a big meeting or something like that, you know, Folks are in enough meetings. We want this to feel like a community event, like something people want to attend. They want to be part of it. And um, it feels good, and they leave uh, ha having made a bunch of new friends and, and feeling optimistic about their future. 
Well, you're kind of halfway through your uh, your your development course today. How are they? How are we doing so far? Are Ripley and Franklin County are they getting along? Is there divided lines? Uh, I, you know, if, if I were going to put my professor hat on, I would say A plus. It is absolutely uh, it is blowing the curve. I mean, this is uh, you know a stellar class. Uh, you know, once in a lifetime class. No, they're, they're they're doing fantastically well, and uh, yeah, everybody's getting along great. Um, and the ideas. Uh, are, are just uh, astonishingly good. So I think some really good things are going to come out of this class. Excellent. And that's why Ball State's involved, because is we don't want the IU-Purdue house divided line going on. We need everyone united, no. and that's what I loved about Ball State. Absolutely. There's no sense of division here. We're all friends. We all have something unique to contribute to this uh, this conversation. Excellent. Well, super exciting, and we're so um lucky for the opportunity to have you and 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 the gentleman from the indiana communities institute available here for us to continue to grow here in southeastern indiana so thank you so much michael thank you so much jody it's an honor to be in your community absolutely and last but certainly not least we're going to speak with jonathan maple vice principal of oa how are you doing this morning mr maple i'm wonderful jody how are you i am good you're skipping classes today Yes, yes. So I'm on the other side of the podium again today. <laughs> Excellent. What kind of, I mean, what opportunity does this bring for your school? Sure, sure. So we um, are truly honored to host uh, the Indiana Communities Institute um, in partnership with the Ripley County Community Foundation and Franklin County Community Foundation. Um, and obviously having Ball State here is a huge plus as a fellow Ball State alum. That is all about that. So church church, by yes, all means. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, we kind of promote ourselves as the regional high school. We have students coming from Dearborn County. We have Ripley County, Franklin County, um, Fayette County, and um, even Southwest Ohio. So the fact is, is that, you know, we do have a regional partnership with a lot of different communities. So it just seemed like a win-win to have them here. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic for sure. And thank you so much for being on the show today, as well as everyone else that's been my guest. Um, certainly wonderful to have all of you available to tell us what's going on in our community. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Thank you.